Paris Insider Outsiders, the English language podcast where we talk with Parisians about their lives. Welcome. I am Jeremy Nathaniel Ng, and I am the host of Paris Insider Outsiders. We've got a great guest today. Joel, aka Joe Stereo, is his producer name. We've run in the same circle for several years now, and I count him as a good friend. I chose him as a guest because I really admire his life story, his life path. Certainly not a linear one. It's gone off in many different directions. He's been around. He's had a lot of experiences. And I really admire in him that he's followed his dream. He chose what he liked, and then he pursued it, and that's what he does now. I enjoy his music. I think it's definitely unique. And he's got that certain, um, la touche française, the French touch. But you'll find about that more uh, throughout the podcast. I hope you enjoy. Bye. Hi, welcome to the podcast. My name is Jeremy Nathaniel Ng, and this is the second installment of Paris Insider Outsiders. With me today is a good friend and talented musician, uh, Joe, Joel, Joe Stereo. What, what do you want me to call you? Joe Stereo, Joel is going to be fine. Okay, all right. So, uh, beginning today, we talk with Parisians about their lives, about their experience, and their interpretation of Paris. But let's begin with kind of your origins. Where, where are you from? Uh, I'm born like, uh, in Epinal, east of France, like uh, near of uh, Germany. But I'm raised in uh, Bayonne, which is in the southwest of France. Identify with I, where I, you're I at. raised over there like for like more than 20 years, so I'm more like identifying myself like uh, from the Pays Basque. Okay, which quite area represent. <laughs> Good. And, and what's it like over there? What's it, uh, what's Bayonne for for listeners that don't really know it? Um, Bayonne is a little town like uh, from the Pays Basque. It's a little city, uh, I think. 30,000 people like in the city, so it's pretty small. Uh, it's like uh, not the countryside, but kind of. It's really chill, really relaxed mood. Um, and you have like uh, the big festivities in the middle of the summer, which is called like the Fête de Bayonne. And uh, like you can have like a million people going uh, over there for like a week. And just like drink and have fun and uh, and yeah, it's pretty this. It's near of the beach, so so you have the surfers and uh, and multiply things as the mountain too. And uh, so yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool to to go over there to grow up over there. And uh, I like this city a lot, but now I live in Paris. Why did you decide to leave? Or what um, was your path like? What was it? What's your story like from Bayonne? Did you move directly to Paris? So uh, I did my uh, bac, so my diploma from the lycée, high school for you, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I moved to Bordeaux, 
which is like uh, 200 kilometers north side of Bayonne, just to do the university. Uh, I did like three years over there, and after I decided to become like a sound engineer. And for this kind of job uh, in France, uh, you have more job in Paris than uh, than other cities in France. So I uh, so I decided to move uh, to move in Paris. Good. And when was that? Um, it was like probably between two K six and two K seven. What was it like uh, moving from you know Bayonne, uh, Bordeaux, and then and then settling down in Paris? Um, sitting down in Paris was not that hard because I had like a family over here. Uh, my cousin is a script in the cinematic work, and uh, so she gave me like uh, links to 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 make it happen. In fact. Uh, what's your experience of Paris? Uh, has it changed since the time that you've come here? Uh, yeah, it, it has changed a little bit. <clears throat> I became a father now, so uh, yeah, and uh, and before it was most like uh, like a lone guy in the city. Um, I was doing whatever I wanted, and now I have a son, so I have like responsibilities to do, a day job. Um, so it has changed a little bit, yeah. And now, what do you do? Um, my background, in fact, is uh, I did like uh, languages in university. Uh, after that, I did like economy for like a year. Uh, I f- I totally like stop my uh, my college education just to do something that I like, so it was like music, but I want to be more technical than than like a musician or something like this, just being uh, behind the board. Uh, but in fact, uh, you know, it's pretty expensive to have like uh, a school education or a music school or S, uh, SAE, something like this. So I just did by... Um, by myself and uh, knowing people that was engineer uh, to to make me happen that job and uh, in fact I worked uh, for Les Guignols de l'Info when I just came here for like a month and uh, month and a half I think like uh, as a stagiaire um, and uh, and I was working with a sound engineer for like two bands so I learned uh, a lot for like uh, the shows and the TV shows, and after that, I just like um, I just thinking that maybe I can do some beat making shit because I was uh, I was into the rap music, so so I decided to do some beat making. Tell me more about how you got involved in your own, making your own productions. What are your, your origins with that? How did it begin? Um, was it directly from working in uh, sound engineering or was it something that developed uh, independently? Uh, in fact, like um, when I arrived in Paris, uh, there were like tiny shows uh, with like some underground dudes from uh, from uh, US, mostly some LA and uh, LA and Canada's guys who came and in fact, Mm. 
I was just discovering those uh, this type of music. In fact, some years just before I came here, so I was really uh, into it and uh, like hundred percent into it. And I met some some guys and I was like talking with them and uh, and I and I said like in fact yeah uh, everybody can make music. So I decided to to make my own, um, trying to learn with them and uh, connect with them to 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 make it happen. In fact. And can you cite any? What are your musical influences? Uh, so when I was younger, it was more like uh, East Coast, you know, U.S. East Coast rap, like uh, Rockus Record, uh, uh, Most Def, Type Quality, even Def Jax with Kenny Ballocks, LP, uh, Aesop Rock, uh, yes, some Chicago stuff, uh, All Natural, uh, guys like this. And after that, like uh, a guy in Bordeaux just make me like uh, open my eyes in a different style, which was like the Project Blood, and um, in fact it just turned me on into some uh, Asseya Alone, Two Max, Riddler, Tavis Beck, Subtitle, and a multitude of people who just rap like uh, like crazy. So it was like uh, it was nuts and good for me to to hear new stuff and to learn. So that was pretty like this, and uh, and I met those guys in fact when I was in Paris. Um, How did that happen? Just going to like a five bucks show, and uh, there is just like uh, less than fifty people in the bar, in the bar because that was in the bar. So it was easier to. To talk to them, you know, as uh, as you and me talking right now. You talked about some Chicago influences. I'm from Chicago, and you have, you spent some time there. Yeah. How was that time that you spent there? That was the beginning when when I just started making beats. So I was like uh, just smoking pot and making beat in a little room, you know, uh, grams once because I was there. And after I moved to New York City, like in Brooklyn, uh, and that was the same, like uh, keep up the stuff and uh, go on in the work when I can, because I was living like a vampire over there. <laughs> <laughs> what are your current projects? Uh, right now, I'm, uh, in fact, last month I was in Barcelona for like a week, and I did like a project with uh, MX. Uh, HT, uh, which uh, who is a friend of mine from uh, Paris, but he moved to Barcelona, and then we did like uh, five track EP last month, in a week, and now I have a project I'm working with the race car from Chicago, uh, and uh, I'm doing the beat. He's doing he's rapping, so so I think it's gonna be on sooner, but I don't know when. And what's the name of that uh, the five track EP that you did? The name of the track five track EP is called uh, Artsome. Okay. You can find it on Bandcamp for free. So now we're gonna hear a track from Just Stereo. Uh, maybe you can do a little introduction to it. What's the title? So the it. title is uh, Martes, Martes, which is mean uh, which means like Tuesday, because that was the day uh, we did this track. Um, we all composed, we were two to do this, we composed 
and I did the, all the mixing of it. Um, okay, we're gonna hear it, Martes. Tell us a little bit more uh, about what went into the creation of that track. Uh, so that track, uh, we did that like a late March. Uh, we did this EP called uh, Artsome. Like in a week, uh, we used like SP4 for SX, some racks, uh, one rack from uh, Roland, the Drew 06 and one called Novation A-Station and um, yeah, we just uh, had fun and uh, recorded it like uh, on the fly, on the go and uh, yeah. Good, yeah, and I noticed a sample on there, some vocals. Uh, yeah, Bernie Sanders, that's my, uh, that's my friend just like put it in. Uh, he put it in, in his SP and uh, go Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, good. So you were in Barcelona for a week uh, producing this EP, but that's not the first time that you've been there. Oh, Barcelona is a, is a good story, in fact. I went there like uh, 2K9 when I was just coming back from, uh, from US, in fact, because I lost my flight in Paris. Uh, crazy story, but we're gonna pass it. Um, so I went there. Uh, the guy I made, I made this music was my was my roommate over there, uh, and I stay for like f five six months. So yeah, I was living in Barcelona, and uh, that's a cool city. I did my first show ever over there. Um, we were inviting like uh, Moduloc from uh, Toronto. And uh, yeah, so I just like, um, I was going on on my uh, beat production over there and I was like understanding more and more how I can do better beats in fact. And uh, Barcelona is a place for me we, um, which is pretty cool because we, 
we did a lot of shows in fact with uh, with some artists from uh, from US or UK or from France and we promoted this all right so let's let's hear another track uh, can you do an introduction tell us more about it um, the other track that I can uh, that I can play now it's like a non-release track uh, I just made that to my home and the sample is my son screaming and uh, it's a little trappy but uh, but it's pretty it's pretty cool and unreleased right. and what's the title uh, I called it she but uh, but uh, in fact the title is like uh, another song that I took to do a track and it was in the same uh, in the same session so I just like keep it the, the name of the of the session in fact okay let's hear it sample is my son uh, crying because he didn't want to record his voice on the mic uh, but I recorded it anyway and um, most of the things are uh, some of his toys in fact and I recorded it and just like arranged it in the in the session and what's your musical process how do you how do you develop a song how does a song come from uh, non-existence into existence Depends. Like uh, most of the time, I took some sample and just try to to find the melody with it, or just make a beat, drum part. Um, depends. Depends of uh, how high am I, I am, or uh, if I'm straight, or if I just like uh, you know wanted to do something. Depends of the day, in fact. I don't have any any schedule or uh, how to do something. Okay. So it's more free form. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you always have an idea in mind before you begin? Um, not that much. Uh, if I find a, a sample, it's this sample just make me feel something. And uh, I like things which is not dramatic but you know like uh, will put you in a certain mood that you can be like sad or just like remembering something or um, some mood who, which brings you somewhere else in fact and how do how does a mood affect the evolution of a track or how you work um I take this the the sample and I try to build it. In fact, um, like I said, I don't have like a particularly uh, 
type of style of working. Uh, I can take some scenes, just uh, layer layering to layer the the sample. I can find some sound with some toys or uh, just like a glass and a spoon and just doing like ding, just to just to fill in a little bit more. And how often do you do collaborations? Um, collaboration uh, depends on the schedule of the people. Mostly depends on yeah, depends on the schedule of the people. But uh, I mostly have to work with some uh, American rapper, like two of them, so Rayscar and uh, Akinyai from Sign. Uh, this guy is from Gainesville, Florida. Um, yeah, it's kind of this. And after that, I just walk alone uh, in my in my flat, in my home studio. How was the musician's life in Paris or as being a producer? Is it facilitating for it, or can it be difficult? Or? Um, as you know, like Paris is pretty expensive. Um, if you want to make your li your music's life a living. You have to be tough, and uh, you have to know you have to know a lot of people in the in the community. In fact, I think it's pretty hard. Or you can find like some uh, some work to do in post production or uh, post synchro or jingle jingle shit. Uh, I don't have those links, so so yeah. I, for the music, I have to play in bars. In fact, which is pretty cheap. But you have, you know, you have your friends coming in, coming by. Um, you have the the mood of the night. You, yeah, you have your friends, and if you have your friends like around you, you always feel good. You know, it's. Uh, I think in the music's life, that's the part of the the thing. If you feel good, it's okay. If you don't, just trying to build up more, be more productive. And uh, if you want to make it a living, be productive and just like uh, figure it out how to make it work. I want to hear some more of, uh, of your music. So, um, so I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna put one track of the um, of the collaboration that I do that I did with the race car. It's called uh, one of those things. It's part of this 10-track uh, EP that we did, and it's going to be out soon. Contradict the contraindicate the state begin After Pontus hit the plate As the blend pontificates Master flow Still different spitting and pathogens Breathing resurrected check By checking after ten Endocrine athlogen And endostring acronyms And the spin after him Nintendo playing pacifist Passerby, pacify Critical, analytical, anti-ambidextrous Unpivotable imbeciles Who's miserable like tender vittles To a mountain lion And sinful citadels Will odds out Doubt I even try and vision intelligence in a play of convention in its way Two dimensions to interlate intervention to interfaces in invention will interlace with ascension and bitter of dissension and misery as it lessens deliveries and inventions don't call tech it is get the middle finger like what comes after set 
Tell me about the development of that track. How did it work? Well, what was the process for that? Uh, in fact, that track was like uh, a surprise. In what um, sense? Because we were like uh, recording different tracks. And in fact, I was just like... I was... I made it just like the day before it came. And, uh, and we recorded like two tracks. And after I said, yeah, I did one track yesterday. Can I make you here? I made it here. Listen to it, and in fact, he just wrote it straight, and we recorded it straight. So, yeah, it was just like uh, pretty easy. The perfect soundtrack, so we'll get my gap. Mentally, closer to the draw where I originate. A mystery knows her off the flow where she incinerates. Lines of the bomb, many weak. Like a surplus, sir must bust. Like a bird flush, first to comment then freak get it. My needle is so bubbling. Trouble for y'all is sweet. Like this season when the palm is in peak. The palm is deep, skipping freak. My uncommon physique, such as myself, my bomb ramen, I stick bomb in these sheets. Everything is anything. So you've done various tours in Europe and abroad. What kind of opportunities has that presented you? Uh, so I start touring with like uh, three rappers. Uh, in uh, 2K10, May 2K10, um, we did like 14 shows in 18 years, in 18 days. Sorry, uh, we did the tour. I was the DJ and uh, three rappers: Modulok and Barracuda from Toronto, and Kagan from Japan, Tokyo. So we did like uh, four countries: uh, France. Switzerland, Germany and Spain uh, by car at the beginning after we had an issue so we just like go on with the train so it was like um, going to the place doing a show, walk up and go to the, the, to the other place it was a full experience pretty good um, the, the people were super nice and responsive to the uh, to the music that we did. Um, a year after, I went to US by myself and uh, just connect with the people that I met in Paris. They made me play like in um, <clears throat> in Phoenix, Arizona, and Austin, Texas. Uh, and I was just like uh, doing my West Coast trip. I going to LA, to, uh, from LA to Phoenix, to Austin, and go to the Bay Area, to Oakland, to see Alines. So that was pretty fun. What was your reception like there, being being a French musician in the United States? Um, that was like, I think uh, being French brings you positivity, in fact. Uh, because you have a different mentality and uh, I don't do the same style of music in fact 
so the response was like pretty awesome even though there were not like uh, an amount of people you know like uh, a thousand people in front of me but no um, no it was pretty nice the people were just like uh, truly and friendly one of my mentors like Tavius Beck when I was there just asked me to follow him for uh, uh, Euro Tour so when I just finished that in August 2K11 I follow him for his uh, Euro Tour and we did um, I promoted like in Lyon in Barcelona with my friend that I did the EP with and after we went to uh, Bern Prague Geneva and Athens and uh, and yeah that was pretty 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 fucking dope because I was like taking the train every day to go to the place it's full of good experiences is that what motivates you yeah i think like traveling is one of the best thing and after like uh, also meeting people from the music area because you can uh, you can link with people from uh, other other part of the world you know i don't know how to say it but it's like connecting with the um, <clears throat> connecting with the world in fact even even though you don't have the same language but music make you make you make you connect with people and they can like uh, explain the the things that they have inside if it's good or not and uh, if they feel it they're gonna tell you and uh, it's always a pleasure Tell me more about your musical history. Mm, I did so my first uh, Euro tour, and after that, I went to US for like three weeks, doing my Euro, my little Euro tour, and uh, following that with Tavius Beck for like three weeks in um, in Europe. We went to Prague. And I, and I kind of felt in love with this city. And uh, I decided to go live there. And I went there for like uh, four or five months, if my memory is still good. And in fact, over there, I just like uh, focused on doing my uh, first album, which is like a 12 track uh, instrumental. Uh, it was pretty good it was in winter when I lived in Prague uh, people over there are really kind uh, open minded and uh, they helped me out through those months I was living there can you elaborate more on that first album? Mm, this first album was um, was uh, pretty specific it was the end of the three years with uh, no work, no day job at all. Um, I was just making music. Yeah, the first album. So yeah, I did that with an MP1000, uh, MPC1000, sorry, SP44SX, and uh, some plugins, and two laptops. Uh, I did that during those four or five months I've been there. Uh, just smoking, drinking beer, eat rice and potatoes. 
but they liked it making this we're gonna hear a track of that album yeah this um, the instrumental is from this album but uh, there is a race car wrapping over here of it uh, so it's like a track from the off once upon a time in Prague because it's which is called and uh, yeah that's uh, that was the the track that I loved better than uh, everyone else and the title then we're gonna hear it then turn the kick like you said it turned a bitch before and after isn't finished said it in the cliche I'm headed to the land of the essence the chapter is diminished open-handed they scan your lenses your hands and your assets by this time you were branded and added to a database matters and your habits are access wicked laugh what's a wicked laugh says a dirty deed at 33 30 means close off one single surgery This album, I came back in Paris um, with my girlfriend, and uh, in fact, I was like uh, looking for a job, and um, and also I was like uh, trying to reconnect with people. And uh, there is this crew called Clap that I built with. It's been like uh, three years now, and uh, we did like a lot of stuff at the Batofar and uh, it's skate oriented and music and uh, and videos and pictures and uh, yeah it's pretty independent really independent and it's like a street life in fact and where did it develop from where are the origins it's made by uh, by Camel Gondry and uh, the origins I can tell right now everything is like in Barcelona it's more like a skate scene you know skate skate brand uh, they do like some boards and also some clothes and uh, and to to develop everything we do some events so it's like uh, it's built uh, around like music and uh, and videos yeah. yeah so we we do like expo uh, exposition like um things like that they're just to make uh 
the brand more known in Paris or whatever. But um, that's a cool crew. Clap means uh, kingdom, kingdom of liberties against prohibition. So it's pretty free, in fact, in your mind. That's what it's all about. And we're going to hear a final track from you. So it's, uh, it's called Shivani. It's a track, uh, a collaboration with uh, an Italian guy who just uh, make um, some kind of guitar shit, ukulele, I don't know how what, but uh, it's pretty, this guy is pretty talented. Uh, What's so his name? Uh, his name is Mordecai. He's on a Panorama Record, I think, uh, which is a website label, things like this. Alright, so let, let's hear it then. Yeah. just the day after my birthday last year so I just turned like 33 and um, yeah he just came to the to the crib and um, we just like uh, play so his part is like uh, five minutes straight just one sh one shot a and, single take uh, yeah it's a single take and um, and I just built the, the drum part and the bass and after all the effects that you can listen or hear it's um, some guitar parts that I took and I just like uh, mangle it
thank you so much, Joe, for for coming. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you want to send a shout out to anyone? Thank you to you first, Jerry. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, thanks to Jmap Crew for um, for not let me be in the streets when I was in needed. Uh, thank you, Club, for being yourself, all the clappers. Um, thank you to Tempo Cimarron in uh, Barcelona to make my uh, stuff unheard, make it heard. Um, thank you to the world, just to make it, make these things happen. In fact, like all the met, all the people that I met, all the um, all the things that I've learned. Uh, thanks to to the Bay Basque for for the things that I know and uh, and uh, the valeur que j'ai. I don't know how to say it in English. You will know. You know uh, the values that you've got. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty it. Stylus, stop taking your life so seriously, which is like a Portland-based uh, label. I, I'm not in this, but uh, I like it a lot. Um, they are pretty fun. They are doing good music, so peep it, people. And uh, yeah, life. And we go on. Yeah, it does. All right, this is Paris Insider Outsiders. Checking out. Au revoir. And there you have it. That concludes our interview with Joe Stereo. I had a great time discussing with him today because. So often when you listen to music, you just hear the final product. You don't really get to look into what goes on behind the making of that. And I felt really lucky to be able to have had a glimpse into Joe's mind and what goes on when he's making his music. You can find more of his music. You can find him on Bandcamp at uh, joestereo.bandcamp.com. That's J O S. T-E-R-E-O. He's also got a SoundCloud, and that is soundcloud.com slash Stereo. We'll include a link in the bio for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, and I seriously hope you did, find us on iTunes, you can subscribe, or give us five stars. We really appreciate it, and it really does help us to build our online presence. That's Paris Insider Outsiders. You can also find us on our SoundCloud. So, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. See you next time. A bientôt. Au revoir.